When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to WrestleWolf. I am Damian Gibson, and this is the NXT review for the 15th of July, 2020. The year from hell, literally. Um, how you all going? Hey? <laughs> I promised myself that I would start upbeat, and because uh, Matt and I were a little miserable at times on the AW um, episode this week, and... Uh, yeah, and then I started like that. I think it's hard not to be like that a little bit at the moment, right? Like, um, it's a weird roundabout with everything that's going on. Like, you know, five weeks ago down here in Australia, we were all getting out of our houses and, you know, going to cafes and pubs and stuff and all, you know, mates of mine in the States and England were cooped up in their apartments. And now it's completely the opposite. But what's right, what's wrong... Who knows? Who knows? I know what does help a little bit is watching wrestling. And, um, you know, as much as there has been a lot of commentary, including from myself, about whether these things should carry on or not, um, each week when they are happening, I'm really happy that they are. Um, Gee, that's spectacular commentary, isn't it? Anyway, uh... NXT. I don't really have. I don't really have any other wrestle like uh, wrestling stuff to talk about. Usually, I'll sort of talk about some WWE related things before we get into the review of NXT. But they've kind of. I was going to say they've kind of been on their best behavior, but they just they just do what they do, right? And Jeff Hardy is fighting in a bar fight at. <laughs> At Extreme Rules, um, there is this Vince to me at the moment, <clears throat> him and Bruce Pritchard, it reminds me of Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield in, in Back to School. Like, he's trying really hard. Actually, it's probably a little bit more like when two guys from 22 Jump Street, I think it's or 21 Jump Street, when they go back to school and they're trying to be how they were 20 years ago and everything has completely changed and they just come across as assholes. And that's whenever I see any of these storylines, because there's, you know, I've watched little bits and pieces of Raw and, and SmackDown and there's been, you know, some okay, there's always some okay stuff because the amount of talent they have on the roster, you know, they can fall ass backwards into to decent stuff from time to time. Um, but that's when I read about this Jeff Hardy story 
and it's continuing as well by the way like they never they never see the the backlash online and go oh, maybe we should put that away they double down on it and you know like i know what will happen at uh whatever it's called the house of hardcore blues or whatever whatever it's called this week um coming up you know either Seamus will win to keep the story going but if jeff hardy wins then you know all the you know wwe hardcore fans will be like see see you left hard like jeff wants so what do you what have you got to say now like well you're completely missing the point of why i think it's awful that someone conquering and is still like <laughs> anyway, he he is an alcoholic his whole life it's not like he just switches off a light and goes cool, I don't drink anymore, and now all of this stuff doesn't remind him of past mistakes that he's made, and just, anyway, uh, but besides that, they've, they're pretty quiet, there isn't a huge amount to talk about with them, so I thought we could just get into the review, um, just before I do, I want to thank everyone who's been, uh, watching, I suppose, slash listening to the podcast on YouTube. There's quite a few of you doing that. Um, we are still developing content for the channel. We don't want to just, like I put a little video up during the week just saying hi and stuff. We don't want to just throw content up there because the platform exists and it sucks. And, <laughs> um, you know, so we're quite sort of comfortable doing the podcast at the moment. We're developing some ideas for some YouTube shows. Um, we will get it like, I mean, I'm talking about in the next month or so, like these shows being up and running. Um, but yeah, just, if you're wondering, that's, we're just putting the podcast up there at the moment. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll get that content up there soon. You can follow us on all the socials. We are WrestleWolf pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, WrestleWolf podcast at Gmail. If you want to send us an email, um, if you want to write something for the website, which is wrestlewolf.com, you can send something through to us and, and you know, we'll let you know if it's something usable. Yeah, that's pretty much everything that I, all the housekeeping I need to get out of the way. So the show itself, I felt overall this show was a little flat. Um, uh, copying a little bit of flavor for being negative about NXT each week, but I just... <laughs> I just find it we'll go through this as we go through the card but I'm I'm when you don't have Finn Balor or Adam Cole on the show as they didn't this week you know for some obvious reasons storytelling wise with Adam Cole Finn Balor you know not 100% sure why when you've got someone like that at your disposal he's not on every week but anyway um it feels like their roster is a bit thin at the moment um, you know, Karrion Cross isn't doing anything for me. He just like, he just isn't. Um, I don't, I don't feel him as a threat at all. And, and I'm more interested in Scarlet than I am in him. Like as a character, she seems 10 times when she comes out and, um, well, let's get into it. So, Keith Lee came out and he had his moment where he presented, you know, essentially was presented as the uh, North American and NXT champion. Um, he did a, a nice speech where he thanked a whole bunch of people, including us, the fans. Um, 
And then essentially kind of segued, it felt a little weak to me into, um, you know, someone who would support him had been Divacogic, uh, Divacogic. Um, I knew I was going to have problems with my name and, uh, let's call him Double D. Um, and, uh, essentially, you know, he had pushed, you know, Double D had pushed Keith Lee to these heights and, uh, that he wanted to give him an opportunity at both belts. Essentially, uh, Double D came out. They, they had a, a sort of back and forth that genuinely felt like it went on forever. Um, <laughs> like there, I don't know what has happened with Keith. I don't know whether I'm falling out of love with him or um, he's trying too hard. There just didn't seem to be a huge amount of charisma coming out of him um, this week. He's been doing a lot, so maybe he's just... I don't know. It's hard without a proper crowd, you know, like definitely, but... It's something that AEW were dealing with as well, having half-assed crowds. So, and there's plenty of good performances, and there were you know better performances on NXT this week as well. He just sort of felt it just felt flat, and also the fact that you know this double D match was not he was not going to win either of the belts, um, especially when they put both belts on the line. I was like, oh, maybe they'll put the North American belt on the line, and he'll take that off him straight away. But it just did not happen. Um, so that was, you know, later on in the night, we'll have that match. Um, next up we had, uh, essentially the blow off for Damien Priest and and Cameron Grimes. Um, Cameron Grimes tried to catch Damien Priest off guard at the beginning. Um, Priest essentially put Grimes away with a cyclone kick. Uh, and um, elevator reckoning off the second rope. Uh, and then after that, Priest said he would be keeping a close eye on the match later on in the night, essentially throwing his hat in the ring for having a match with Keith Lee, a championship match with Keith Lee. Um, this felt a bit weird for me because, like, out of these two, Cameron Grimes is over. I, I Admittedly, I feel like Damian Priest has really sort of shown that he can be a top guy in NXT. Um, I wouldn't have thought just yet, but um, so Cameron Grimes just kind of got buried. Um, buried's a harsh word, but you know, got put away. And then Damien Priest was like, "Okay, well, I'm done with you." Um, <laughs> I just thought, yeah, Cameron Grimes would get a little bit more out of this, but um, I suppose he'll he'll move on to to something else. Um, look for the overall. I'm going to give this an eight but it's for the overall story that these two have told over the last month and a half, two months. I've really enjoyed watching them work together. Um, Cameron Grimes has, for me, has elevated to the next level. He's actually someone that I look forward to watching on NXT. And as I say, without Finn Balor, Adam Cole on the card, there isn't a lot that I'm looking forward to to watching. Um, next up, we had Indy Hartwell, who is a MCW alumni. MCW is a uh, promotion down here in Melbourne that I'm a big fan of. Um, she defeated, got her first win against uh, Shotzi Plakhart. Now, there was some interference in this match. Um, 
they were going back and forth until Robert Stone decided to come out and try and um, essentially give payback to to um, Shotzi Blackheart uh, while he was distracting the ref. Uh, Aliyah you know, swept kick, uh, swept kicked. Oh no, not swept kick, but she like swept Shotzi Blackheart off the top rope, uh, who landed. Parents were on the back of her head and back. There was a pretty big bump. Um, and Hartwell took advantage and got the win. And so I'm really happy for Indy to get that win. Um, yeah, interesting that she got to keep her name as well. That's not something that happens that much in WWE. But congratulations, Indy. Well done. Um, you know, it's really cool when you watch someone from the Indies and working their way up to... You know, as much as I hang shit on WWE, <laughs> and um, you know they are the they are the biggest um, they're the biggest promotion on earth. So for you to get there and do that is uh, is amazing. So I'm you know really well done. Um, yeah, there was like a little tweet after this as well that um, essentially burying Robert Stone, who was just in that segment. <laughs> um, where uh, Rhea Ripley had sent out a tweet saying that she was done uh, mucking around with Robert Stone and that she was going to be keeping a very close eye on... A lot of people keeping a close eye on matches in, in tonight's episode uh, between Io Shirai and uh, Tegan Knox. Um, next up, we had the championship match. Uh, this... I know that there's going to be people who are like, this is a great match. Um, it wasn't... Oh, actually, I'll give that... I'll give Indy Hartwell a nine. Because she won and she's Aussie. Um, <laughs> it, like, the whole thing was fine. Um, but again, there's it, it kind of a flatness to everything. Like, um, clinical is probably the best way to describe it. You know, like I'm watching it and, and going, this is good. This is good, solid professional wrestling. Um, but nothing made me pop. Uh, as you two like to say. Um, yeah, so we had the NXT North American Championship. Uh, yeah, both of them had scouted each other. That was kind of the story of the match was that they know each other so well and the commentators were really pushing that, um, that they're such good friends and uh, this was a big moment for both of them. And look, there probably is, but I'm not. I'm definitely not invested in Double D and I'm not that invested in Keith Lee that I was like, um, with that. And I feel like, you know, they do this stuff very conveniently just sort of out of nowhere. It's like, Hey, remember how these guys are best friends? Like, are they like, yeah, kind of like, I mean, Keith Lee said that they were friend frenemies, um, which even that's probably pushing it a little bit. <laughs> I know they've had a lot of good matches together. That, that's that goes without saying, but that doesn't just doesn't mean you have a relationship because of you know. Anyway, um, so yeah, in the end, uh, Lee prevailed, um, planning Double D with the Big Bang catastrophe, uh, and then this is when Scarlet came out, um, looking anything but impressed, and then emptied a bag and the contents were the hourglass that Keith Lee had smashed earlier. Um, and she basically gave Keith Lee one of those looks of like, mm, tick tock. Um, and that I was like, cool. 
and I was actually I'm like, all right, cool. No, they're building towards Cross and Keith Lee. I'm down with that. Um, and then later on, uh, Double D was doing a, an interview um, where he basically was saying, uh, I don't care how tough Karrion Cross is. Uh, Keith Lee's on another level at the moment. And then, of course, for some reason, even though he's this evil mastermind, he got really upset about this because um, he's insane. And uh, came and grabbed. Well, they they squared off for a bit, Double D and Carrying Cross. Um, and then there was a bit of a scuffle. Um, Carrying Cross uh, slammed Double D onto the concrete outside of the interview area, and then kind of you know did his like <laughs> thing that he does and and disappeared. I'm really not. <laughs> I just, I cannot get on board. I'm trying because there are other people whose opinions I really respect who are like, oh my God, Gary and Cross. And I just, I'm not feeling it at all. And I thought it might be one of those things where eventually I just go, oh yeah, I get it. But it's just not happening. I don't know. Maybe next week I'll be like, Gary and Cross is the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> but uh, at the moment, I'm just not feeling it. Uh, next we had Timothy Thatcher in a squash match. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, he is another, I actually genuinely dislike him. Like when he, when Timothy Thatcher comes on the screen, I am bored. I'm bored. I don't, I don't buy him as a tough guy like yeah I, I get it it's the you know man of a thousand holds thing Dean Malenko thing um it just bores me um and him having squash matches and having a little wrestling school and like his promo was the same thing that he's been doing for six weeks and I don't I, I don't buy it I don't go ooh um you know, there is a little, there are sort of times where I'm like, oh, you know, may, maybe I'm on board, but I just, I don't know, I just, it feels, it feels false. Um, that's the, that's the most detail I can go into because I don't, I don't pay any attention. It just as soon as I see a Timothy Thatcher segment or match, I'm like, Ugh. Um, I'll give this a five out of 10. I'll give the, um, championship match a seven out of ten. You know, it was decent wrestling, but it didn't blow me away. Uh, and then we had the uh women's championship match, the weird women's championship match where Tegan Knox uh, was going up against Io Shirai. Uh, these guys had a good match. This was the this was the match of the night by a long way. Uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Shirai got the win because she's only been champ for like three weeks, so <laughs> it makes sense. Um, but Tegan Knox didn't come away from this match looking weak at all. And um, yeah, I, I, it was just good pro wrestling. There wasn't, again, it was, a you know, what I've sort of been saying about every match um, in the sense of it was good 
I can't, there's nothing that I can really pick apart about it, but there was also nothing that like made me want to desperately get to my mic and tell you guys about uh, this particular episode. Um, I'm glad Ayushara is still the champion. I think she's got a lot more that she can do. Um, uh, as she was heading back up the ramp, Dakota Kai came out um, and blasted her with a face wash kick. Uh, at the top of the stage, and then that was the end of the show. And that, for me, best part of the show. The last, like, 30 seconds, that doesn't... That isn't something that happens a lot on wrestling shows. AEW or WWE, or any of them. Um, Although, I just... I watched the final of the New Japan Cup last night as well, and um, that ends with a bit of a cliffhanger. (laughs) Uh, But I won't spoil it for you in case... You haven't watched, uh, catching up on your New Japan or anything. But this kind of thing where, like, why... They did do it at the end of the Great American Bash as well, where Karrion Cross was there watching the, the match and, and wandered off into the darkness, um, which I thought that was really cool as well. Something that makes you go, ooh, and makes you want to watch next week. You know, a, a cliffhanger, a fishhook, like... You know, there's a lot of... AEW do a lot of, like, brawling. Um, you know, it's almost like the amateur, <laughs> like, high school drama class way of ending everything. It just ends in, like, a brawl. Um, and I give credit where credit is due. I've been really happy with the way that NXT have sort of finished off things uh, recently and have made you go, oh, cool. Dakota Kai, I'm a big fan of. I've wanted her to be in the title picture for a while. Um, I always felt like Tegan Knox was a bit of a placeholder, even if it was just for a week um, or two weeks or whatever it's been. But um, And she'll get her opportunity. I don't... I think the shiny thing needs to be... that needs to be dropped. Like, it just doesn't make any sense, especially if you're a new person coming to the product. It's like, why does she keep calling herself shiny and everything's shiny all the time? It makes no sense. Um... But yeah, Iyashirai gets the win. Dakota Kai announcing herself, kicked her her way into the the title picture. I really like that as a tagline. That can be something that can be used. Um, And I thought this overall thing was, you know, everything involved in this. I would have given it a seven, but the Dakota Kai ending puts it up to an eight. So even though I said the show was really flat, I think I've given everything an eight, except for the Timothy Thatcher thing, an eight or a seven. Um... So I suppose in this, this is the quandary that is NXT for me at the moment, is that the storytelling is not bad. Like, it's not mind-blowing, but it's okay. Like, stories are ticking along. There are things happening. Dakota Kai, Ishirai, I think, now is an example of that. Like, that's good storytelling. And, and the wrestling is, is not bad either. Like, it's good. It's, you know, very good. But it just... I don't know. I'm just flat. I'm just a bit flat. Uh, I don't know whether that's a lack of crowd or, you know, the majority of this roster, this new era, um, you know, the Keith Lee era of NXT is not as well known to myself and and to fans. So it's, you know, it's a getting to know you period. Um, But, you know, I mean, no Adam Cole, no Johnny Gargano, uh, no Finn Balor, no Tommaso Ciampa. 
that, that's a lot of star power missing. Um, and would suggest that, you know, I mean, that was reflected in the ratings as well, that um, looked like a lot of people were not necessarily tur- turning over to AEW, but turning off from NXT. So um, that's not good for wrestling, full stop, if people aren't watching wrestling. So, um, yeah, hopefully NXT sort of pick it back up again. I I know that they've, you know, utilized a lot of their star power in the last three weeks or so, but um, I just think when you've got when you've got those players, play them, you know, like um, anyway, we'll see what happens next week. Um, yeah, so not an overly detailed review of NXT, I'm sorry guys, it just wasn't that much that caught my eye, I didn't really you know, <laughs> you can tell by my tone that I'm just like, oh yeah, it was wrestling, and I like wrestling. Um, yeah, so I'm probably going to leave it there. Um, if you like the podcast, tell people about it. Rate, review, that gets us um, in front of the algorithms and, um, you know, makes us known for some reason. Uh, it helps. Whatever, yeah, <laughs> whatever you do, share rate, review, you know the drill. It's a podcast. This is what everyone says at the end of the podcast. You can go to WrestleWolf.com you can, to get uh, some the podcast or wrestling news. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel and watch our logo while you listen to the podcast if you want. Uh, there will be content there up, up there soon, I promise. Uh, there's a little video from me. And you see what I look like, uh, what my lounge room looks like if you want. Uh, <laughs> but anyway... I uh, well, I'll be back next week with Matt for another episode of AEW, um, and there'll be another NXT review, and um, you know I will talk to you guys soon. And until then, please stay safe.